the more that I thought about creating content, the more that I just became more exhausted. And the difference is when you have a team, they're reliant on you, your success, your ideas and your execution in order for them to have their livelihoods and to do the work that they do. And that is not an easy burden to shoulder. Welcome to the Video Simplify podcast, where I help you simplify the video creation process to help you reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. From learning to use your camera to simplifying video strategies to help you grow your brand and share your vision using video. So let's jump right into today's episode. What is up entrepreneurs? Welcome back to the Video Simplify podcast with me, your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. And this week's episode, we're gonna take a little detour from some of the previous episodes where we've been talking about, you know, delegation and building a team. And I wanna to touch on something that I've been pondering because to be honest, it just bothered me because of how real uh, it was. And this is not anything we haven't talked about on a Friday Live Helpcast. This is not anything we haven't talked about uh, in the YouTube videos, not anything we haven't talked about on the podcast. Uh, and I think we probably talked about this in the most depth here, but your mental health and development and growth is the currency that makes everything else happen. And I've been listening to the episodes recently uh, by my friend Nikki Saunders, and she has her podcast, Nikki and Moose, and they talk about branding and business. And if you haven't checked out that podcast, you're not aware of it, I highly encourage you to do so. It's extremely effective and really, really, uh, really great conversations and topics and stuff that they discuss. And she was just kind of discussing and even sharing like on Instagram and stuff how depression as like a content creating entrepreneur doesn't always look the same. And it hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm like, you daggone right. Because I took time off from hell, everything for the most part, wasn't doing episodes, wasn't really putting out YouTube videos, not putting out any micro content. We constantly are producing stuff, but we're just not publishing. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm just like, I just don't have it. I don't have the energy. I don't, I, there's some times where I was sick and I'm just not feeling great. There are times where I was just exhausted and tired because I spent literally um, the entire month of April out of town. And so going from like 6 a.m. until 6 and 7 p.m., like those are the up and active hours. And then, you know, we're leaving by like 7. We're getting home sometimes by like 7, 8, like after dinner or whatever. It just depends on what's going on or, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. And so it's just a, a lot of long days and a lot of work. And then the flights and, and all of that, which I don't have like the jet lag, but you do want to kind of get some rest uh, getting into town and just hashtag all the things, right? You, if you've ever traveled for work and in this business and stuff like that, then you feel energized, but at the same time, you need to get some rest. And the more that I thought about creating content, the more that I just became more exhausted. And the difference is when you have a team, they're reliant on you, your success, your ideas and your execution in order for them to have their livelihoods and to do the work that they do. And that is not an easy burden to shoulder, especially when you have full-time team members or you just have somebody flex pay, it doesn't matter, or flex time. 
like you know what I'm saying? Like people want to get paid what they say they're going to get paid. They want to and they want to have the meaningful work that they said they was going to have or that used to be there. And so she was just talking more and just kind of outwardly sharing uh, those mental struggles and and the stresses and and all of that. And so I was seeing like post after post uh, around it, just opening that door of the conversation. And I'm like, hell yes, because it is stressful and it is hard and it is a work that you have to do when you get into these pits and then you have to dig yourself back out um, and have help, obviously. But, you know, what I'm saying it's still a work you have to do to get back out of it. And it's just really three main points that have helped me the most that I wanted to share, because when you are doing this and whether you have a team or you're still in the process of building a team like an, and an acquire one and stuff like that. But there's a level of frustration that you have with yourself when when you are not you. I have this a lot or I'm not achieving things in the way that I should, or I'm not hitting my deadlines like the way that I should. And, and there's a lot of times that I just really get pissed off where I'm like, why can't I be normal in the sense of why do I have to have pain at this very moment? Just have a little transparency here. I have a massager on my back. I always have the remote. Sometimes you'll see my arm move and just like, like that, you see that little motion if you're watching the video podcast because I have the remote to turn it on. It's the vibration. And then that's the heat at the bottom. And so I'll have that thankfully with the Rodecast Pro, whatever, you can't hear that. But if I'm sitting here, that thing is usually on. Um, or there may be times for the podcast, people want to see like a top down shot. And I would never, one, I hate complex setups and stuff. So I would never do it. Uh, unless I'm teaching or showing something, but I always do an angle from the side instead of like a top down shot because I didn't want somebody to see the heating pad that would be on my lap at that point. Not that it really matters or whatever. And I'm open about it enough to where it's not a surprise or I'm not trying to sugarcoat and you're not looking for, not reaching for um, pity or guilt or anything like that, but just like openly communicating like it's it's rough. It's only gotten rougher in the later years, the closer I get to needing to have the surgery that I should have had years ago. Again, I just haven't wanted to do that. I had such a horrible experience. I've not wanted to repeat that. <laughs> I don't want to go actively go back into it. But kind of getting that point, I'm running out of options. Or I have already run out of options. I don't have a choice at this point. It's like do it or don't. Quality of life deteriorates if you don't. And so it's been deteriorating. And with that, it's always I have to manage my mental health far more than I have to deal with the pain, because at this point, unfortunately, I'm used to it. But there are days where it's exhaustive and everybody has their cross to bear. Everybody has their thing. It could be a, a trouble in your marriage. It could be trouble with your children. It could be trouble with your work. It could be trouble with your employees. It could be trouble in your business or with an income stream or streams. Uh, it could be trouble with your creativity or you're just feeling fog-brained all the time. There's all, always, always stuff you can do, like again, vitamins, making sure you get, because you're not eating properly, fresh, fresh fruits and foods, juicing, um, love to have like green smoothie shakes and stuff like that to make sure I'm giving my body as best as I can. Like, so there's things you can do if you're not 
But let's talk about the mental stuff. This is what I really want to dive into. And again, like I said, it's just really th three things. The first one is mind what you say to yourself. The worst thing that you can allow for you to do is for you to disrespect you. It's the worst thing that you can do to yourself. Other people might say something to you, may not phase you, but what you say to yourself, you ought to be careful because you not only internalize it, you're hearing you. What you say is generating from your heart to your head and out your mouth. I'm even careful about what I say when I'm laughing and joking. Um, and it's been for some years now where when somebody's laughing um, or something super funny, you'd see like, for example, on Instagram, you'd see uh, people put in less like, oh, I'm dead with the dead sign or skull or crossbones, whatever. I ain't buying by that. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, that's killing me. Or, you know what I'm saying? I mind what I, I'm very careful about what I say to myself about myself. Beyond that, even, I'm careful about what I'm thinking and allowing myself to think and or rethink. Meaning, I, I'm, I'm practicing this, this cycle of closing loops. Meaning, what's something that has a trickle on effect that it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and it's like, comes back around it's like or like for example i have a thought write it down on a trusty post-it note and that cycle and that thought comes back around again and i'm like dag i need to deal with that or dag i need to do whatever or you know it's like okay crap i forgot or you know you keep rethinking it how much it's like i'm like i'm not doing this so i'm going to plan this i'm going to do this now or i'm going to schedule it so that i'm done rethinking about that or if I need to process something, I've stopped mid work and logged off so I could go and journal, get the thoughts out so that I can figure out where I'm at mentally. Right. And just get like, right. So if you've ever journaled before, if you don't, I encourage you to, you need to understand what you're thinking and what you're saying to yourself and what repetitive thoughts and stuff you're having to stop yourself from constantly rethinking thoughts that you haven't resolved. And so being careful of what I say to myself helps me to feel how I'm feeling. I'm not saying like have some unrealistic Pollyanna approach that everything is great even when it's not. But I am always in the process of getting better and better at this. But it started years ago, like when I was like 22. And I'm learning to pay attention to what I say out loud, but what I say to myself about myself and what I'm thinking and believing about myself. Every thought is like a seed. And I don't want these thoughts to be poisonous seeds. Because everybody's against taking poison from an external source. But rarely do people talk about the toxicity that you generate within yourself that you allow to fester and grow and take on the life of itself, starting with the way that you think about yourself and starting with the things that you say to yourself that you become to believe to be true about yourself. And so you have to do the work in order to clear that out. And one of the things that I can recommend to you every day, 
Some days I, if I'm not getting out of bed or whatever, I'm not doing it. Obviously, sometimes I will I'll sit there and, and go through it. But I've set up such a habit now, though. 6 a.m. start my morning routine. And I'm going through, I was, honestly, it's before then. So I'd say like 530. I'm going through my morning routine. And it starts off with my morning prayer. Matter of fact, I'm going to pull out my phone real quick. I'm not going to show you on the screen what it is, but I'll read this to you because I have it on my calendar every day. And so I have my morning routine block and it's from, so 5.30, it's like I'm getting stuff. I'm usually getting coffee or whatever. 5.50, 6 a.m. prayer time, 6 a.m. to 6.10, morning affirmations, 6.20 to 6.25, my five-minute journal with the three things of what are three things that would uh, make today great? What are the things I'm grateful for? And then what are, are my written affirmations? And then from 640 to 620, I have 30 to 40 minutes of reading time. And so I usually break that up into 15 or 20 minutes of reading the Bible and then 15 or 20 minutes of reading a book, whatever it is that I'm studying or whatever the thing that I'm struggling with that I'm working on, actively working on. So that every way, I, every day I'm taking steps towards, conscious steps towards doing that. And then I have an audio program that I listen to uh, by Miles Monroe and, and that plays every day. But that's my process. I don't care if you do all that. But the first thing, like I'll have my prayer time and then I'll start into my affirmations. I recorded with my own voice, my written affirmations with this uh, kind of like ethereal music. So there's that a specific tone that is calming. I can sit, I can focus, I can think. And just only focus on that. And I say them audibly aloud. So even on the days when I'm in a weak state of mind or I'm not, I didn't quite roll off the bed. I just, you know, something's off. You're in a funk, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Life happens to us all. But I'm speaking what I'm believing to be true soon, shortly afterwards. Speaking life into myself. Who am I? What am I believing? Why am I here? Who am I serving? What am I called to do? What are things that are true about me? What are things that I'm believing for? Where am I going? What you say to yourself matters so much. I do this every day. And the reason why it's in my own voice, so even when I'm out of town and I'm busy and I'm getting dressed every day, so like I said, I spent the whole month of April out of town, I still listen to my affirmations every day and set them religiously. So even when something's happening, I can pull this audio track out that permanently stays on my phone so I can start going through it and reciting and believing it. Again, you have what you say. The second thing is that you are enough as you are right now and you are equipping yourself for tomorrow. Equipping is such a magnanimous word. Enough and equipping. You are enough today. And you're equipping yourself for tomorrow. And obviously today's taking care of itself because yesterday you were equipping yourself for tomorrow. When you realize that you are enough as you are, and not saying, not getting stuck in the, I'm not good enough, I'm not great enough, I can't do this. Just go back to point number one. What you say matters what you say about your what you say to yourself about yourself ought be dangerously careful of what you're saying so you are enough right now and you're equipping yourself for tomorrow don't let that one go 
Because even if there are things where you do identify areas that you can work on, we all have areas where we can grow. You're equipping yourself. You're giving yourself the tools. You're enhancing your knowledge. You're building yourself up so that you can be better. Not just today, but you're equipping yourself for tomorrow. Number three, always be, quote, in the process of, end quote, versus trying. When you're in the process of, it's far better than just, quote, unquote, trying. Because trying is mostly failing. Let's just be real. M trying is mostly failing. Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try it. I tried working out. It didn't work out. Works, work works when you work it. Work works when you work it. Changing what you say so that you can have a different thought process and not think about the last time you quote unquote tried stuff and failed at stuff. But you were, if you are in the process of, that means you're constantly moving forward. But if you just try something, it's kind of like a 50 50. Hell, it could be a 60 40 which and is what is dependent on you of success and failure in the process of doesn't matter when you have those things that are areas where things don't go great or as well as they could, because it means like, yeah, I'm constantly going down this road. I'm on this path and I stumbled and I scraped my knee, but I'm still in the process of, I'm still in the process of, growing my team. I'm still in the process of growing my business. I'm still in the process. That means you're actively working towards getting it done. When you think about these things, these three simple principles completely revolutionize how you approach situations and not just listen to this episode and like, dang, that was great. And then you don't do nothing with it. What did you apply? If you're in the process of, and you're equipping yourself for tomorrow, are you changing what you say? How are you equipping yourself to change what you say? If you're in the process of doing something and you're equipping yourself for tomorrow, how are you in the process of building a team? Did you put the previous week's episode stuff into play? Did you put it to work? Did you actually start building a list? Did you comb through and clean up your list maybe? What behaviors have we changed? If you're in the process of, you're equipping yourself for tomorrow, how are you Improving how you communicate with your ideal target audience to grow your business through your video work. What things have you implemented? Not tried, but if you're in the process of and you're equipping yourself for tomorrow, what did you do to make a change? What are you saying? What are you actively doing to make that change possible? That's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode of the Video Simplified Podcast, and as I love to end all of our episodes, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, with passion, I'll see you on the next episode of the Video Simplified Podcast. Take care. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode, but the value doesn't stop there. For more in-depth trainings, courses, and growing your brand using video, join the Video Simplified community at videosimplified.live.